Vegan Boss Radio, where we will be talking about all things related to business, health, and lifestyle. We connect with passionate vegans from around the world so they can share their stories, challenges, and what it's like to navigate being vegan in a non-vegan world. Before we get into the interview today, we wanted to let you know about our Patreon membership options. This is something we've been working on for a while now. We're super excited to share it with you. So for $5 a month, you'll be able to access our monthly recipe packages, as well as nutrition webinars, which covers a new vegan nutrition topic each month. For $30 a month, you'll also have the recipes and the webinars, plus a 15-minute one-on-one vegan nutrition coaching session each month. So these are really beneficial for all of you new vegans or vegan curious people that want to make sure you're following a vegan or plant-based diet properly. Or if you have detailed questions about your nutrition or if you've been vegan for a while but you're not sure if you're eating properly for your individual needs. These are perfect little check-in sessions to help keep you on track and address concerns or questions from an experienced evidence-based perspective which is super helpful these days since there is so much conflicting information out there. It can be very confusing. And of course, if you feel you'd benefit from a full 60-minute consultation or a custom meal plan, those can be booked at synergynutrition.ca. Can I tell you a funny story? I made a a, po- a flyer for an event that's gonna happen tomorrow. Okay. And um, someone responded because I posted on my story. Someone said, "Is this a comedy show? <laughs> it's got Tugstar. It's got. <laughs> oh, no. It's a comedy show." And I'm like, oh, "Lol." My God. Because we got an email recently to Vegan Boss. Yeah. And it was, it's like some podcast app or something. And they were like, we think you'd be perfect for our comedy uh, category. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> like, oh, are we a fucking joke to you? Wow. <laughs> Veganism is a joke to you? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think they just like sent out yeah. spam emails yeah. and like didn't even check that yeah. we're not a comedy. Okay. I mean, we could be. We're pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. If you ask us. I'm, I'm laughing still. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So they got comedy vibes from the poster for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I want to uh, see the poster now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send it to you for sure. Okay. okay. We'll share it. Hashtag comedy show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Alrighty, so. Okay, we haven't done an interview in how long? Like Like six months? Six months, and the last one was with our mom. mom? (laughs) Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But we also laughed a lot in that one. Yeah. Like, a lot. That one, the first 20 minutes. (laughs) We're not good. So I'm glad to see we're not off to that same start. No, this is. <laughs> Welcome to Vegan Boss Radio. Today, our guest is LT Irie. He is a reggae DJ and music producer based here in Vancouver. And I don't even remember when we first met. All I know is like I would see you DJing at all the reggae and dance hall shows and then like every day in eternal abundance. And I was like, okay, I got to talk to this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's probably at one of those events that we yeah. met. But we didn't really talk until no. 
at EA. Yeah. How I like long ago EA that? days? A long Four time. Four years? Five years? Four or five years yeah. ago, at least. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Time flies, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just like, I mean, every time, almost every time I see you, there's usually loud music, and I'm usually dancing. Yeah. So I don't get to, like, really ask about your vegan story. So that's what we're so curious about, mm-hmm. because... It's been over 20 years, right? Yeah, so 24 years in June, okay. I've been vegan. And I uh, went vegetarian when I was 18. Okay. And then I decided to stop taking the dairy and the cheese and the eggs when I was 21. Okay. So, yeah, it was the music I was listening to plus the friends I was hanging out with. It was like peer pressure, basically. Yeah, so... Wow! <laughs> yeah, and... At the time, when I was 18, I was, like, morbidly obese, and I was, like, just, it was not a good look. Okay. Like, I had, my biggest, I was size 52 pants. Wow. Yeah, so. I can't even imagine that. No. I feel like I wouldn't be able to recognize you. Yeah, I look a little bit different now. And, um, yeah, so I just kept with it, and it helped me out for sure. So it was, like, music and friends that got you into, like, being vegetarian first? Yeah. And then it was a gradual... Shift to the veganism. I was like, this is a good thing. I I need to take the next step. Yeah. Cut out the dairy, cut out the eggs, and I never looked back. Yeah. Yeah. So what was the music? Was it reggae? It wasn't reggae. It was, like, punk rock, political punk rock. It was, like... And bands back then, they would show their lyrics, write their lyrics, and they would, it'd be like almost all their songs would be Mm -hmm. about, you know, animal rights and how it's not good for you to eat animal products. Wow. (laughs) Talk about being like ahead of the times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this was like late 90s. Yeah, I was in high school. Into punk rock, music. They were all like vegan animal rights activists well in their music activists Mm um wow and then i started hanging out with skinheads okay but they weren't like racist skinheads they were like traditional skinheads and they were all into ska and rocksteady and that style of music joined a ska band and i continued to be vegan after that okay yeah and then i started djing and (laughs) reggae all the artists, like mm-hmm. most of them, I'd say maybe half to 90% yeah. <laughs> are at least vegetarian yeah. and ITAL. They call yeah. it ITAL in Jamaica. It's like. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, unprocessed food. Okay. And natural stuff. So you must have felt like completely different after a few years into being like vegetarian and vegan. Yeah. Like, was it gradual weight loss or was it? It was gradual for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It took a while, a year, two years. And then I was, yeah. Did you notice like any other health changes? Um, well, I, my head, like Mm -hmm. the head space was like free and clear yeah yeah hear that a lot Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and it's so funny you mentioned peer pressure to go vegan because i found like 
going through high school as vegetarian and like being around all like the non vegans and non vegetarians they try to peer pressure you like to eat meat and not be vegetarian and yeah so yeah it's nice to hear it can go the other way Mm -hmm. that happens a lot like people are like oh don't you want to just try this or have this yeah i get the question a lot do you miss blah 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 and i'm like no i do not miss that (laughs) no thank you yeah Mm -hmm. was anyone else in your family vegan no no yeah no not at all um my sister and my brother are not vegan. What about now? Like, did any of them go vegan over the years? No. Or you're still the only vegan I'm in the still family? the only vegan, yeah. Are they supportive of it? Or? They're definitely supportive, okay, for that's sure. Good. Yeah. That's lucky. hmm So, like, I'm curious, going back all those years, 24 years ago, eating out. Yeah. Was it, like there was vegetarian options and you just had to ask for modifications or do you remember there being any vegan restaurants back then there was some vegan restaurants were you in vancouver no i was in edmonton okay yeah and the high school i went to right Mm -hmm. around the corner there was a place called oriental veggie house and they were all vegan like asian chinese cuisine and it was like it was great First time wow. I went there, I was yeah. like, wow, because it was like all the mock meats yeah. and stuff like that. And I was worried at the end of the meal, they were going to write on the receipt, just kidding, you're eating <laughs> meat. <laughs> <laughs> but that didn't happen, yeah. so that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, in Victoria, it was pretty lucky. Like, there was a full vegan uh, buffet restaurant called Green Cuisine Green when I was cuisine. growing up. It has been there for probably like 25 years. Uh-huh. But um, I actually had a really bad dream once. It was like almost like a nightmare where I was at Green Cuisine. Yeah. And I, I was like taking stuff onto my plate and it was actual real meat. Whoa, <laughs> was, like, that was your dream. Like a couple years ago. <laughs> I think when I was teaching at Pacific Rim College because oh, okay. I was like, I was teaching in Market Square a few years ago. And so I was going back to Green Cuisine all mm-hmm. the time, like eating there every day. <laughs> and I was just like... Yeah, I remember that. It was really bad. Oh, that's a scary dream. <laughs> yeah. <But> sometimes, <laughs> <Nightmare>. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. For some of us, been like, who doesn't want to eat animals? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember going to Green Cuisine. I went there when I lived in Edmonton. I traveled to Victoria and went to Green Cuisine. Pay by weight buffet, right? Yes. Yeah. It's so good there. It's mm-hmm. so good. I think because I was like 10 when I went vegetarian, my mom didn't really know what to do. So she would just like bring all of us there for meals like all the time. Okay. So awesome. (laughs) Good. So how do you navigate um, the conversation of like veganism when it comes up with non-vegans? Like, is it something that you're vocal about or... Do you wait until, like, they ask questions? I wait till they ask questions. Like, how did you find out he was vegan? From seeing him at Eternal Abundance all the time. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Two two (laughs) together. It didn't even need to be a conversation. It's like an unspoken understanding. Okay. So with, okay, with your, like, other friends or, like, people in, like, the music industry, you kind of just, like, wait for the questions to come in and then take it from there. Mm Mm-hmm. 
What about like on tour? On tour, like when I travel, Mm -hmm. I I look to see where I'm going and make sure where I'm staying, there's places around I can, you know, get food and make sure that I know where everything is before I even step out my house. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Plan ahead. Like when I was in Mexico, there's lots of nice fruit Mm -hmm. and vegetables there, so it's good. And they have some nice vegan restaurants in Guadalajara. Mm -hmm around there so um when i'm in jamaica there's lots of nice vegan restaurants there too like me hungry now and uh, living food and juices that's another good spot yeah so in jamaica like ital is basically living like all plant-based foods yeah it's okay. pretty much all plant-based food and unprocessed no okay. salt no sugar nothing okay. added that's not natural okay yeah interesting mm-hmm. um do you use happy cow when you look happy for places cow, i'm yeah. all about happy yeah. cow i got the app i'm registered <laughs> i'm like every time i go <laughs> that's where i look first because yeah. that's the Google search comes up with Happy Cow, yeah. and I can see... Happy Cow is the app, is an app and a website yeah. that tells you um, where all the vegan spots are, like wh- whatever mm-hmm. city you go to. Yes, and it even tells you vegetarian spots that have vegan options mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. grocery stores. We should contact Happy Cow. Yeah. yeah we should uh, get them as a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, We're doing totally. an app for them right now. Yeah, Happy Cow, shout out Happy yeah. Cow. <laughs> Well, I use them even if I'm like on a layover somewhere and I think I have enough time to leave the airport. Like I did this in Taipei. We like left the airport, went to this amazing vegan place and like barely made it back in time for our flight. And then in Mexico City, actually, I did that too because Mexico City has so many vegan options. So I got to check out one, but... Have you been to Mexico City or just I, I went to Mexico City just for like a stopover okay. and it wasn't enough time to go yeah. out of the airport. So Yeah, you don't want to gamble with that sometimes. Yeah, you <laughs> want to make sure you yeah. get your flight, especially yeah. in a country that's not this. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what do you think have been the biggest changes you've noticed like over the past 24 years in terms of like the vegan community? Um maybe like food restaurants activism yeah it's changed a lot for yeah. sure i remember um when i first went vegetarian and vegan it was just like hard to find places you know i was lucky to have mm-hmm. one nice spot in edmonton and the grocery stores i went to they had eves mm-hmm. you know about eves yeah yeah mm-hmm. i remember eves getting that like yeah. um it was uh, what do you call it? Like the fake meat, the ground the round, ground and, round yeah. and the um, the veggie burgers, and their um, tofu's mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And now there's so many different options. You can go yeah. and there's like tempeh and there's um, jackfruit stuff. Like here in Vancouver, we're mm-hmm. so lucky to have so many nice grocery stores yeah. that have fresh vegetables and fruits. Um, Eternal Abundance is my favorite. In terms of the community, Mm -hmm. there's a lot more vegans now and a lot more restaurants. Mm -hmm. There's so many now, which is good. I like that. There's a variety. In terms of, like, advocating for veganism, like, you were 
persuaded through music. Mm -hmm. So do you feel like what are kind of the most effective ways in your opinion to like help raise awareness for or like motivate other people to go vegan? That's a good question. Um, just by living as a vegan, I think that's mm -hmm. the best way because you can't really go to someone and say, be vegan. It just doesn't work. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't tell the next man how to wear his pants because yeah. that's his choice, their mm -hmm. choice. Mm -hmm. I should say their choice. Mm -hmm. So um, music is a good way. Living by example is the best, mm -hmm. in my opinion, you know. Um, yeah you got to be in that space where you're ready you mm -hmm. know yeah with reggae music like when you are out DJing do you play like sister carol's veggie veggie and like yeah. some of the other like vegan themed songs definitely like chronic's got the spirulina song Oh, I don't um, know if I've heard that. Yeah, one. you should check out Spirly nice. and it's a nice one. Yeah. And um Smooth Operator by Chronix mm, is okay. another one he talks about his recipe for the smoothie. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> and it's called Smooth Operator? Smooth I Operator, love that. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good name for like a smoothie bar. Oh yeah. that would be. Smooth operator. <laughs> I'd go there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Somebody start that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think, like, do you cook, too? Do you, like, are you into cooking and sharing food I don't food cook too much. No. Yeah, I'm okay. way too busy. Like, okay. I, I work full-time, yeah. and I'm at the studio or DJing or, you yeah. know. Yeah. I like to make smoothies a lot. They're my favorite. They're quick. They're easy, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Do you mix it up? Like, sometimes green smoothies? Yeah, sometimes, sometimes I put in the greens. I like to put in chocolate, like cacao powder. Yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah, I love too. chocolate. <laughs> me too. I think I have it every day. <laughs> it's so funny because, like, everyone's microbiome is different. And some people, I guess their gut bugs, like, really love chocolate. I love chocolate. So, you, like, people will have it every day. And then there's, like, the people who are kind of, like, couldn't yeah. care either yeah. way. <laughs> if I miss a day, yeah. it's like, oh, I should have had <laughs> <laughs> You're, like, trying to fall asleep at night. Oh, <laughs> right. I didn't have my chocolate yet. <laughs> Something's not right. I need some cacao powder. <laughs> uh, I feel the same way. <laughs> um, from the reggae artist that you have worked with or that you know of um, even if you haven't worked with them directly do you find that there are many that promote veganism like vocally or is it just more like a subtle thing like that they all just like know like for the most part there's a lot of vegetarians and vegans but I guess I'm asking like would you say there's a lot of activists as well that are reggae artists uh, there's not as many it's more subtle like yeah. you say they put into their lyrics yeah. into their songs into like their that. music mm -hmm. I feel like that's a better way and that's their choice right yeah. so I hear it a lot in their lyrics which is good you know yeah music is such a powerful way to connect with people mm -hmm. um, that yeah. are like yeah all different backgrounds and dietary preferences and all of that yeah, so yeah. Cool. I feel like hip hop has like quite a few artists that are talking about veganism or they're vegan yeah. and like talking about it outside of their music like dead presidents yeah yeah and then someone like styles p and someone opened like that juice bar 
really? That was in a food desert. So a food like, desert? Yeah. They're like places in like big cities where basically there's no grocery stores or like fresh food. Wow. Only like gas stations or like fast food places. So a it can food desert? Yeah, those are called food deserts. Maine and Hastings. <laughs> Probably. Food food yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scary. I don't yeah. want to be in a food desert. No. So they got a juice bar in yeah. the food desert? That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So yeah, I like that. I like seeing like other like it in the music I like listening to when the message resonates. Yeah. I like that. Um so I mean what do you do on planes? Do you usually bring your own food? Yeah, I bring Okay. And I haven't taken flights that are longer than, you know, five hours, so okay. I'm pretty good. Do you do a lot of road trips, too? No, I'm not too no. big on the road you trips. You just fly places. Yeah, fly. For you, what do you think is the easiest part of being vegan, and then what is the most difficult part? Hmm. Well, in the beginning, it wasn't so easy because I was reading all labels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And now I just, I if there's a label on it, <laughs> I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. 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 So and the hardest that, part, yeah. I guess, is if I'm on tour in a mm-hmm. place where there's like no vegan restaurants mm-hmm. it's a little bit difficult but most times it's tropical areas so okay. I can have fruit and stuff okay. like that yeah what's your like go-to if you're at a restaurant that pretty much only has fries and salad oh <laughs> fries <God>. and salad <laughs> yeah. yeah no I don't want to eat fries yeah um, yeah, I guess the salad okay. and without the dressing because sometimes yeah. you don't know what's in that dressing right yeah. it could be like Italian with whatever in it. Yeah. Do you ever look at the sides menu and be like, oh, okay, I can get like some guacamole, some yeah. rice, <laughs> like piece together a little piece meal. Piece the side, yeah. side dishes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, tropics at least there's all the fruit mm-hmm. options. I always love it when like the cook at the restaurant will offer to like make something. Like I don't ask, but like if. I get a server who, and this has been happening more, who will be vegan, and she'll be like, oh, like, there's nothing vegan on the menu, but I'm vegan, and I always get the chef to, like, make me this dish. And sometimes they'll whip up something, like, really awesome and, like, unique. And then my non-vegan friends will be like, oh, I want that (laughs) instead. (laughs) But that's always a bonus. I'm noticing more restaurants are doing that, even if there's something, if it's not listed on the menu, they'll, like, whip something up, like, unique in the back. Plus, they get to be creative, too, so mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. a lot of chefs like to do that. You're lucky you go to the right places. Yeah, I guess so. It's happened, uh-huh. yeah, like a handful of times, and I've never been disappointed. They've always, like, done something really good, so. That's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, I know you mentioned earlier the biggest question you get is, like, oh, don't you miss this, like, yeah. animal product? What do you usually say when... I just say no straight up. I don't miss it at all. Yeah. And if people keep like prodding and asking more (laughs) questions, like have you ever like, I don't know, had to be the angry vegan? (laughs) No, I don't want to be the angry vegan. So calm and chill. I can't imagine you like. You're like, just let me eat my fruit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
usually when people ask me about veganism I just I tell them as much as I can mm-hmm. and I feel bad because when I, I try to make I statements like mm-hmm. I this I that you know I feel like they're like oh I'm talking about them I'm projecting mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I I try not to get into the conversation mm-hmm. with people unless they ask me you know what I mean mm-hmm. and then it's their you know what I mean what do you think of like when non-vegans say that like being vegan is only for privileged people Hmm. i can i can kind of see that like in um, northern places where there's not much time for growing seasons and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. that i can kind of see because it'll cost a lot more for them to get the fruit and vegetables Mm -hmm. to be vegan you know So, it is a little bit of a privilege, especially for Canadians and even people north Mm -hmm. of Canada. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's like, kind of interesting when you think about it, because bulk food, like the bulk section, you get your dried beans and grains, Mm -hmm. and then fruits and veggies. Like, beans, rice, like, veggies, these are usually the least expensive foods to get like around the globe except for like those northern regions where they don't have a long growing season Mm -hmm. and everything has to be chucked in that's like a big exception but it's yeah it's funny sometimes like when I first heard people say that I was like wait a minute like all of these foods that I'm getting are super cheap because you're buying just like bulk foods and veggies yeah but then also I thought about like well if someone doesn't have the time to cook or a kitchen or a kitchen yeah, it's like the eating out part yeah like all the specialty like making the vegan foods like yeah. those like amazing ones that you're seeing on Instagram where it's like oh get this special ingredient yeah. or go to this restaurant I can see how, yeah, yeah, that's definitely not accessible. Yeah. And most times the portions are so small, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard to get all the calories you need. Yeah, that's true. Or like mm-hmm. people on like going to food banks maybe don't have all the options. But if you think about like places like other countries around the world, like meat is seen as the privilege the privilege okay, right yeah. like when you think about like other places because they're the staples are like the cheap like grains and beans and stuff that's mm-hmm. so an interesting yeah, so conversation much about, like environment what you have yeah. access to and i like that in like even the definition of veganism they include like within reason like you know don't use animal products or eat animals like and it's all like within you know what you have the capacity for like whatever is like practical and yeah, possible yeah practical and possible yeah that's what it was yeah so I feel like even if like if there's somebody listening who doesn't have access to go fully vegan I still think it's a good option to like you know if you are able to cut out dairy or like even just like once a week yeah mm-hmm. it's all based on like what you have access to so yeah well I haven't even like compared prices but what is like a carton a liter of milk versus a liter of like oat milk or soy milk like I wonder what the difference in price is 
I'm not sure either. I'm yeah. not checking for yeah. milk prices. <laughs> I'm not gonna go buy any milk. Well, yeah, I'll I'll look I'll look next time and see. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, but I mean, as veganism has been growing, I guess like all of the the packaged foods like burgers, like vegan burgers, and like the more expensive items that if you did start incorporating a lot of it could start adding up but mm-hmm. i feel like, like it's no different than someone like buying a steak or, or like specialty cheese yeah like specialty cheeses, cheeses so i don't know how i feel about that argument <laughs> i feel like yeah it's you can definitely be vegan with like with with a low budget yeah if you have like time and access i think there's just a lot of gray area it's not like a black or white issue yeah it's like something that will like very much depend on yeah what does it say two percent four liter 450 (laughs) no my friend uh east bliff big up dj eddie baba And he says four fifty for four liters. For four liters. Four liters. Okay, all right, there we go. Good to know. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think plant milks come in four liters. No, I've seen you can two only liters. Get two. Yeah, the yeah. carton. There's yeah. no jug yet. Yeah, that's coming. Yeah, <laughs> it's coming next at Costco. Yeah. <laughs> um. What do you know much about like the history and um, like in Jamaica, like how like ITAL came to be, like why the reasoning for like not eating animal products? Yeah, it's to me. I it I don't know. I just know from what I've heard, mm-hmm. from what I've you know. Um, it looks like they want to be as natural as possible. Stay away from like the mainstream babylonian ways where it's just like you know Mm -hmm. meat and dairy there's a lot of dishes especially everywhere right Mm -hmm. not just jamaica Mm -hmm. and the ital way is just the natural way to to live so they're not eating they wouldn't eat like Beyond Meat burgers, uh, probably <laughs> stuff like not. that. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't. It's like whole food. Yeah, based. that's not I tell. Yeah. Whole food, exactly. Okay. Unprocessed. Okay. Yeah. I'm like really craving tropical fruit now. Like a mango. How good would a mango yeah, be? Or right papaya now? with mm. some lime juice on top. Um. I could go for some coconut. <laughs> 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 Where's that blender at? Let's yeah. go shopping. Yeah. Where's that smooth operator? <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. So, did you have any final thoughts or anything you wanted to share with our vegan boss listeners before Tips, we wrap maybe? it up? Big up all vegan bosses. Yes. I love you. <laughs> love that. <laughs> they love you too. Yeah. I know it. <laughs> And I want to shout out Eternal Abundance because that's my favorite Vancouver spot. Go check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're in Vancouver, definitely. Uh huh. And um, what about tips for like go people vegan. interested? <laughs> <laughs> and Is go that? vegan. <laughs> Any tips for listeners? Go vegan. <laughs> that's good. It's direct. Yeah. To the points. Uh huh. There we go. 
Um, and where can people find you online if they want to follow along and see what you're up to, where you're going to be playing, how to listen? I'm on um, Instagram, lt.irie underscore irie dubs. So that's Instagram. And Facebook is Lieutenant Irie, Irie dubs. Yep. We'll link those in the show notes, of course. Thank you. And then, yeah, I mean, I I was so interested to hear your story and, like, how you got into it. So thanks for sharing that with us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for being vegan. Yeah, (laughs) thanks for being you. (laughs) 